morning, everybody. Um, I got all emotional as soon as I stood up here. That's not a good start. <laughs> um, you guys are beautiful. This is pretty cool. I'm jealous of that. My husband gets to do this every week. Um, so thank you so much for all the encouragement. I've been getting texts and calls and um, backslaps and high fives and all sorts of things um, this week just in preparation for this. I really do appreciate it. Mark and I did prep this together. Um, so, yeah, before he left, we kind of sat down and, and worked through. So it's it's both of us in this preach, um, which is pretty special. Um, I didn't think I wanted to do it completely on my own. Um, but, yeah, we've been... Um, journeying on this um, Sabbath, resting in God for a little while now, very little while now. Um, but it, it is something that's happening globally. It's not just something Mark and I have gone, oh, yay, let's just add something else to our lives. We are, as soon as we started journeying with God, we realized this is something he's just doing and taking a lot of people on around the world. So hopefully it catches fire, which is pretty, pretty cool if it catches fire here. Um, I've got uh, a few little notes literally in this to remind myself to breathe. Um, I, I'm, I'm comfortable on a stage. I like talking. Any of you that know me, I talk a lot. Um, but just carrying the weight of communicating something that is quite precious, um, I want to do it clearly and thoroughly. Um, and so the breathing is not, because um, I'll forget to breathe, the breathing is making sure I remember that this is in God and not in myself. Um, so yeah, I hope you can, um, go on this with me. Um, so this morning, I love God's timing. Um, I went to my normal devotional and, um, I'm just going to read it through for you. Um, it ties in beautifully with the message. Um, I hope you can see that. (laughs) I hope it wasn't just me. So it says, if you mourn the fullness of your world rather than curse its difficulties, you know that grace has visited you. Life is this terrible, broken world. Life in this terrible, broken world is hard. You're constantly dealing with the frustration of this world, not operating the way God intended. You're always facing the unexpected. Almost daily, you're required to deal with something you wouldn't have chosen for your life. But it's there because of the location where we live. Life right here, right now, is like living in this disheveled house that has begun to fall down on its own foundations. It is is still a house but it doesn't function as it was meant to. The doors constantly get stuck shut. The plumbing only occasionally works properly. You're never sure what's going to happen when you plug the appliances in, and it seems that the roof leaks when it's not raining. So it is the world that you live, you and I live in. It is really a broken down house. Now, there's only two responses we have to a brokenness that complicates our lives, cursing or mourning. Let's be honest. Cursing is far more natural response. We curse the fact that we have to deal with flawed people. We curse the fact that we have to deal with things that don't work right. We curse the fact that we have to deal with pollution and disease. We curse the fact that promises get broken, relationships shattered, and dreams die. We curse the realities of pain and suffering. We curse the fact that this broken down world has been assigned to be the address where we live. It all makes us irritated, impatient, bitter, angry, and discontent. Yes, it's right not to like these things. It's natural to find them frustrating. Because as Paul says in Romans 8, the whole world groans as it waits for, the, for redemption. But cursing is the wrong response. We curse what we have to deal with because it makes our lives harder than we want them to be. Cursing is, an, is all about our comfort, our pleasure, our ease. 
cursing is fundamentally self-centered. Mourning is a much better response. Mourning embraces the tragedy of the fall. Mourning acknowledges that the world is not the way God meant it to be. Mourning cries out for God's redeeming, restoring hand. Mourning acknowledges the suffering of others. Mourning is something bigger than the fact that life is hard. Mourning grieves that sin has done to this cosmos and longs for the Redeemer to come and to make this broken world new again. Mourning, then, is a response that is prompted by grace. This side of eternity in this broken world, cursing is the default language of the kingdom of self. But mourning is the default language of the kingdom of God. Which language will you speak today? So in that is our natural response to what's going on around us. What I'm going to speak today is um, a time set aside that can help rejuvenate us so that we could actually have the right response to the, to the world. This is not a sad message. Um, this is, if anything, a very exciting message. I could say from personally. Um, the kids and I had our start to our rest day last night. And we sat down um, at our dinner. Next week, Mark and I will be more practical about like how you can do it if you want to. But... Um, yeah, we sat down, and, we, and the second we sat down, and I've lighted the, lit the candles, and the food's on the table, and I look up, and there's Ella, like, looking at me like this. Mommy, we can't have, thanks, boy, we can't have rest day without Dad. <laughs> I was like, oh, dang it. <laughs> Great start. Um, but it is, it's a beautiful journey. Shiloh asks, are we going to do this every week? And Ezekiel's like, yeah. And Ella goes, oh, okay, sorry, I've got four kids. That's why there's a lot of names. Um, and Ella goes, I think I might even do this with my kids one day. And I was like, when? Awesome. Okay. <laughs> one of them I'm still convincing. The other one wants to take it on and do with her kids. All right. So a bit of um, our story, Mark and mine. Um, Mark uh, became a pastor in 2002. Sorry, my accent will change a few times, just in case you didn't notice. The guys already told me it's Australian when I'm chilled. It's American when I'm intense. And it's South African when I don't know what. So I apologize if you have to try and figure out the way I'm communicating. Um, so yeah, Mark became a pastor in 2002. Um, he came onto a team with seven other much older and experienced elders. So that meant that he wasn't sought after at all. So he had to work really hard to proactively fill a schedule with people that didn't know that they needed him. Um, I was 16 at the time. Um, and there's a lot of wonderful details about our romantic story together, but we won't do that now. I'll do it another time. Um, in 2003, we were engaged and began planning a wedding to help us get married sooner. I did year 11 and 12 in one year, um, and Mark continued as a pastor leading a worship team, a student ministry, community group, and attending both Sunday meetings while still being a full-time student. He had to carry on playing um, soccer because that was a scholarship and that was the only way he was able to 